What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. What's up? And to my left, Zachary Parks. What's happening? So Team Chat Podcast, in case you did not know, is a podcast based around video games where we, us three, will share top three lists, general discussion, debates, and reviews on the games we love. See, I tried to do by memory this time. Oh. Those, How far did you get? Not very far. That's why there were some pauses there. Ten percent. Yeah. I thought you were just doing your NPR impression. No, 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 no. <laughs> it was an uncalled for <laughs> NPR profession. I can't talk. I can't talk right now. I'm just gonna keep reading this. Remember, if you have any questions or comments, you can email us at teamchatpodcast at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube where you can watch these cool video episodes. Also, if you would like to help support this podcast, please check out our Patreon page where you can do just that. In exchange for your support, we offer cool perks like getting each episode early before its Tuesday release. If not, that's totally cool. We love making this podcast and love that each of you listen to it and we'll keep giving you great content each and every week. If you would like to check that out, head over to patreon.com slash teamchatpodcast. Right on. After you got into it, it was fine. Yeah, I like, I like fine. the right on. Right on. You don't hear that very often. <laughs> hey, right on. I still hey. saying I words like groovy and yeah, swell. Out of sight. Out of sight. Happy Days is her favorite show. I will respond to professional emails with the term right on. <laughs> Logan. <laughs> Risky. Free, freewheeling. Right on. Right on. Right on, man. Just had a man at the end. I know. Images of the fonts. Yeah. Hey. I like to make sure everybody knows we're keeping it cool. Yeah. Well, the jackets at 100 degree temperatures. <laughs> right. No matter what. <laughs> Makes perfect sense in Texas. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we did have one bit of email correspondence that we should get to before we get to the topic of the show. And it is from Andrew Mogan. Supposedly. Bro Mogan. Supposedly it's scandalous. Well, just one point. <laughs> one point. <laughs> one point. Split hairs. Basically what he does is he's given us a rundown of Gex. Remember, we talked about it a couple episodes ago. He has heard the call to duty, and he has written a reply. And this is his reply. He says, Dear TCP, is that acronym a thing yet? It is. It yeah, is. It is. It is. Since day one. <laughs> According to the episode I just listened to, I'm supposed to write in about Gex, because apparently no one has played it. Literally no one. First, slightly incorrect bit. I played, played a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. And bit they said, time's up, up, sir. No, no, no. That's a different <laughs> no, game. That was okay. Song of the Deep. All right. Well, Gex is super You know how many old. games we talked about? Uh, yeah. So many. First off, Gex was not for the N64, and that is the point that I have, <gasps> that no! I have contest with. No. Because I played it on the N64. And so I read this, and I was uh -huh. like, bro, Mogan, what is the deal? Must have been a weird bootleg version. Probably mm -hmm. wasn't legit. So I was just like, I know, because I sat back and I was like, wait a minute. I know I played this on an N64. Because my friend had an N64 because we played like Cruise in the USA, Diddy Kong Racing. Like, Games, what's up? Exactly. I love Cruise in the USA. Cruise in the USA is the bomb.com. And so I was like, this, is, this feels incorrect to me. But granted, this was years ago, so I could have been wrong. So I had to give him the benefit of the doubt. He says it's originally for PlayStation. I did a quick Google search, and it reveals that, yes, it was available also on the N64. Now, it might have come out for the PlayStation originally, which I will give you that. But it was also on the N64. Well. It was for PlayStation. There are three Gex games. I'm, you know, I just wanted to. Got to get it right. I just had a little bit of history, and I was like, I know this. <laughs> I remember playing it on the N64. <laughs> so I'm just busting your chops. Brogan, bro, Mogan. bro Mogan. Bro Mogan. He's gonna like fire back. Keep writing in. We love it. Email. We love you. We love hearing you. He's there are good. these three Gex games to my. There are three Gex games to the best of my knowledge. With the first being a two day side scroller, and the others being 3D platformers. In each game, Gex is forcibly sent to the media dimension a world filled with various TV-themed levels by Rez, the antagonist. To escape, you go through a bunch of weird TV levels trying to connect enough remotes which will do something, I guess. 
Not exactly sure how that works. Anyway, some of the level themes include anime, superhero, horror, etc. And the name of each level, damn it, <laughs> computer fell asleep, is usually a pun about a famous movie or TV show. On top of that, Gex will randomly quote famous movies and shows like Rocky Balboa and the Flintstones. Have I mentioned this game has a lot of TV elements to it? The gameplay is pretty standard platforming, which is to say quite good. Being a gecko, you can do things like climb up on walls and tail whip enemies. I remember oh, doing I that. I remember tail whip. It was so fun. Because <laughs> yeah, it had like a, whip, a whipping sound yeah, yeah. to it. It was super fun. <laughs> you can also use your long tongue to eat different kinds of bugs that will give you health or power-ups. Gex and Gex 3 were on PSN next last time I checked, but not Gex 2. As a kid, Gex 2 was my favorite of the three, but I haven't played it in a very long time, so I can't say how it's aged. I definitely recommend trying the first one since older 2D games tend to age better than older 2- 3D games. But be warned, Gex is hard. And yes, I remember that too, because I wanted to play Gex at my friend's house, but I could barely get through the first level. It was really hard. It's a hard <laughs> ass game. Should have been on a list of hard games. I remember I can like, it looks I familiar, vague, doesn't it? It looks familiar. Yeah. And he says, I've memories. never beaten the first one. So there's my quick rundown of Gex. Check it out if you get the chance. P.S. on the episode of Obscure Games, I'm surprised Rachel didn't mention. Oh, sorry. I don't know who Rachel is. I don't know Mogan. who that is either. <laughs> Mogan didn't mention folklore. Oh, balls. <laughs> I should have talked Missed about opportunity that there? was our first game for PS3. You know what? It's a it's a really interesting game. I will definitely find a way to talk about it on some other topic. <laughs> get together, buddy. Damn it! <laughs> Having a hard time today. I'm Having sorry. I got really pissed off Struggle playing some competitive and... Overwatch. Yeah, we came at the perfect time to see Jared get defeated. <sighs> yeah. I don't want to talk about it. Well, I'm just having a hard time. I'm having a hard day, and I want everyone to give me space. Bro Mogan will totally um, let me ride his and his friends' coattails in Overwatch through competitive mode because I'm like barely level 25 and they're all like level 74 and it's like that's okay I'm so, I'm so I, did, I did just play against some people Wait a who minute. I did just play some people who are who had achieved highest rank yeah. and are they, going they're again doing, they're doing it again and yeah. they're lower rank than me in competitive so that makes me feel a little bit better but I'm still <laughs> yeah. happy that I'm consistently dropping you are you telling me that you know people that are ranked in competitive play in the seventies? Oh what you no, said? I just mean level. Oh, no, okay. uh, competitive rank I can't remember. I was it was confusing. I was upset. <laughs> there was a lot happening. I was gonna say my my buddy that I play with is super super into competitive play. He's trying to get really really good at it, and he's like sixty five or something like Jesus. that. Right, which is great, but he plays like seventies and eighties that he said are crazy good. My God, I know. It's he, he thinks I'm a noob, and I think I'm good at Overwatch. Have you actually ranked yet? <laughs> no. But I'm not a like a, I know, but I know. like he's like anybody under prestige, which is level hundred. He's like I'm not even gonna play with. <laughs> Damn, like, gee, man. harsh. That's, that's, dude, that is this harsh. is the crowd that I roll with. You guys know that. That's the hardcore exactly. leader bar. Uh, yeah, leader this, this park, is the so. kind of people I play. That with. That is not how I roll. I'm yeah. like, where are the chillest people you can find? <laughs> Do my spray paint. Who are confusing? I just want to have fun. You know, I just want to have fun when I run up to the other person's door and say, "Hey, yeah, 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 yeah." Hey, you're like, hey. Two days, like, just you see each other and then you just walk past each other. Uh, this world is not for violence. I don't know. <laughs> I just freeze everyone. Freeze, don't move. <laughs> She's so funny. All right, but enough of this. <laughs> Tom Foolery. We have to get to. We have a topic to get to. And that boozers. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry that there Why wasn't. Why you gotta call 
<laughs> I have leftover Mr. beer. Mr. I drink water for one week. Be- like you open the, the fridge and it's just gold light hits you. Uh, the amount of beer in there. <laughs> to be oh. fair, I think a lot of that's from 4th of July. It is. It is. It's it is. all from 4th of oh, July. People brought so much beer. There wasn't even room for all oh the beer in the fridge. And now I'm still working for it. So I need to have like a secondary party where people yeah. just come to help me drink it's all my beer. not a bad idea at all. I would invite you another party. Like, you don't have to BYOB. Yeah. We have enough. Yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> come help just me drink this beer. Come. Everyone come over. <laughs> Dude, that's a great idea. That is a really come good idea. Come over and help me drink Come over and help me drink It's not a party. It's too much. <laughs> it's a chill event. It's a chill event. Coming over. This is a task. This is a goal. Right. We're going to drink all the beer. It's actually a lot of work. <laughs> so, suit up. Let's go. Yeah. All right. So, today, for today's episode, what we wanted to talk about. And I know we've brought up games in this genre before. Well, not necessarily a genre either. It's classification, I would say. And we've talked about several in past lists, episodes, whatever. And that is indie games. Specifically, we just want to talk about them specifically. I know like when we were talking about difficult games or hard games, my whole list was yeah. was uh, was independent games. Mm-hmm. And so now, I'm not going to talk about any of those. I've picked fresh ones. Okay. Cream of the crop. <laughs> and now we're ready to talk about any games, like how we feel about them. Some, you know, ones that hit the top of our lists, perchance, because I have a couple, like one I've missed, one I've mentioned a a few times, or favorite, like a favorite developer. I have a couple of favorite indie developers. Oh, yeah. You know, so yeah. I'll go ahead and start it off. Yeah, do it. Oh. (laughs) Got one word for you. Severed (laughs) by Drinkbox Studios. You showed it to me on your Vita. And I know I've talked about this one a little bit. One of the only times I have ever held a Vita in my hands. (laughs) I'm not sure I've ever touched one. Well, be glad that you have touched that treasured device. And I remember from what I very brief, maybe five minutes I played, I think Zach was late. Yeah, I that was, was why. Yeah, that was really was. late, so. and you were like, "Here, play severed," and I was like, "Okay." Because <laughs> I, I, I watched, I pulled it up, and I knew immediately. Mogan will love this. Game. I, no, I don't know. It this game. was beautiful. It beautiful. I love the art style. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't get very far, but I loved that one of the first things you do is like tutorial is actually fighting against the main character's mother instead of her father. Mm-hmm. So just the mother being decked out in her armor, and she's like, "Come at me!" It, I was like, "That's a really cool introductory thing," just to kind of set the tone. Yeah, no, and so basically, like I said, it was developed by Drinkbox Studios, who's done uh, other games, which is another favorite game of mine, Guacamelee, which oh, I know yeah. I've mentioned a couple times too. I, I, I can't not laugh or smile hearing <laughs> it's that. It's an awesome game. And it's fact, a great title. It's, a great, it's title. a great title. A great uh, like side-scrolling action action game. You're a luchador who is trying to rescue his... You're an agave farmer who is killed uh, yeah. and <laughs> transformed into a, into a luchador in the afterlife. You're okay. for real not an avocado farmer. Really? Yeah. Oh. Not really. No, it's it's agave. Agave oh, farmer. And then you... And you have to go rescue your the president's daughter, the Mexican president's daughter, or something awesome. like that, from the, from the king of the dead. And so <laughs> The oldest tales. God, I'm having a hard time with this thing today. What are your settings on, man? Come I on. Know, I didn't get change together. all my settings. Let me get to my settings. But uh, but anyway, so Severed is, as Mogan said, you are this young girl, Sasha, and you are trained by your mother in the very beginning. That's your tutorial to this game. And you're trained at the beginning of how to use your weapon, which you use the Vita's touchscreen to slash. Now, everyone's going to be like, okay, I've played Fruit Ninja before. I know how to slash. But this game adds a few more extra things to it. I such recall as struggling through your, the tutorial. Your I, re- enemies, I remember not doing it. Yeah, good. you can parry. You can, which is very similar to like um, 
Infinity Blade games that we that we talked about before, yep. where you can like parry your enemies' attacks and things like that. But you'll be facing these enemies, and sometimes you will face four enemies at a time, and they're all around you in a circle. So you're just in the middle, and these enemies will have, and they'll each have different kind of attack, or they'll have a like a boost to them, like they attack faster. They have a, a defense against your magic and everything, and so or they will block your attacks if you hit them in one place a lot. They're like like there's this one that kind of looks like a monkey creature, <laughs> and he'll like block his hands like this. Oh yeah. And and guard himself from your attacks, and then and so the, basically the point is is you start the story you have this this memory you know of uh, like dream almost of training with your mother and then you wake up your house is in ruins you n- look in a mirror and realize you're missing your arm yeah and then you also then find out your your family is you would think you're pretty damn sure they're dead yeah they killed by some mystical creature uh-huh. and as you're looking into the mirror realizing like oh shit where's my arm you know what the hell <laughs> as, the first as, thought, as you would this <laughs> one monster <laughs> appears behind you and says hey your family's been taken and you have to go and you have to go rescue them you have to go find them and rescue them from from the you know the the this death and everything that they're in now i have not finished the game yet so i don't know how this all resolves i've so thinking. far found the brother your brother and your father but I've not yet found the mother who I'm assuming since your mother trained, you know, trained you and all that stuff. She That's would be the, the last, last the one. The most you important would family yeah. member. Yeah. It's you know, easy. so simplism there, but I will say that, you know, I like, I like playing the Vita. I know the Vita is not a very popular. Yes. I was just going to say, I didn't even know before this game that the Vita had a touch screen. It does. I did not know that at all. It even ha- also has like a touch pad on the back too. So you can like, <laughs> like in some games you can like swipe the back of the Vita and it's a melee or something oh, like that. That's or crazy. like reloads and stuff like that. I think I would be really bad at that. It's, it can't get complicated trying to remember all of them, but it's really awesome because it, it because it, uh, you can use it as like a, I can airplay games from the PS4 onto my Vita. Okay. Now granted, okay. sometimes the control scheme is, di- is different than what you're used to. So it takes a second to get to it, but it's pretty cool that that's even an option. Right on. It, you know, in theory and on paper, the the Vita sounds pretty amazing. Why is it not as well received? I just don't think it has that as much. They never support. advertise it. Yeah, yeah. They they never, never hear about it. Advertise the no. Vita. Like no. the DS has tons of advertisements. Yeah, I see true. commercials all the time. I never see. It's like Sony isn't backing it. It seems like they're really not giving it the level of high support that they give to some of their other platforms. Yeah. I just think, I think it did really well in the West. Didn't receive as much, as much of a, a big uh, adoption rate here in the U S and stuff. And I just, because a, a ton of Japanese games come out for it mm. all the time. Like I'm seeing, I'm here this one's going for the, for the Vita or whatever, but n- not, and a few games that made, like there was an uncharted game that was made for it an Assassin's Creed game made for it, a call of duty game made for it. So they have some like games like that. Uh, it was a couple of, and the nice thing is it can also play like PSP games if they're on the digital store too. You know, I can't recall exactly which one it is, but I am fairly certain I saw Severed on a list of games being ported to either and or the Wii U or DS. You know what? Hmm. It's coming out for one of them, and I think that's happening this summer. I think it's Wii U. Yeah, I is it I Wii just, U? I, when oh, I was okay, looking nice. it up, I think I saw it for Wii U. Because that means I can get it from the Nintendo eShop. Nice. <laughs> Add it to my collection. Yeah, PS Vita Slasher Severed is coming to iOS, 3DS, and Wii U. Ah, uh, th- oh, okay, all. Them. That's nice, from Engadget. Nice. There you go. There you go. So yeah, so you should definitely pick it up. When yeah, it comes that sounds through. really cool. But no, but so that one is one of mine because it's it it utilizes the Vita perfectly. And for the big thing too with 
especially with for Drinkbox, they took a huge gamble and that they were like, hey, we came out with Guacamelee. It was a huge game. And they had another game before that that I cannot remember the title of. Um, and, they, and they're like, hey, we have Guacamelee. It's a great game. People loved it. And it was available on all platforms. Now, we're going to take a gamble here and develop a game specifically for the PS Vita. Only be released on the PS Vita at launch day. And it was made with very loud acclaim. Like, it, like people have loved it and stuff like that. And everything I've heard, like all the reviews of it have been great and everything. And so it just, it, how it incorporates the Vita itself with the slashing and the touchscreen is not just you're just, you know, playing a game on it. It really makes you use the device. And so that, and as well as, well as the game, which the gamble seems to have paid off. And now it's, it got popular enough that it's being ported to other systems. Yeah, I mean, that's usually a good like that's sign. a pretty big win yeah. for Drinkbox. And so. Uh, like I said, I haven't finished it yet. I'm sure I'm getting closer, but it gets. But as you go on more throughout the game, you after you defeat a few bosses, you get pieces of armor, which give you uh, different abilities to like unlock more areas in the in the levels, or grant you some magic powers and stuff like that. So cool. definitely would recommend Severed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Logan, you go ahead. Oh, or is that because you're... <laughs> we'll come to that uh, when it's my turn. <laughs> so I have been dying to talk about this game for what feels like a million years, but I don't actually think it's been that long. So I'm kind of at a bit of a crossroads because I played it on my Mac. I bought it through the Steam store, played it on my Mac, technically hated the controls okay. on Mac. However, since its release back in 2014... Never Alone has now been released on virtually every I platform. I had that for the PS4 because it was a PS Plus game. Never Alone is on yet. PS4. It's on PS3. Uh, Xbox, it's available on Xbox. I even think they put it on the Wii U at this point. So Never Alone, and you're going to have to bear with me on this one because I have a lot of words that I can't pronounce. So the actual, um, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> the translated title is Kisima Inichuna. That was right. probably really that, wrong. You might, you but that so, sounded right. So you know a little bit about it. Zach, do you know anything no. about this game? All right, so Never Alone. I So again, I hated the controls, but I think if the gameplay had been more streamlined, like on a different platform, it would have been fantastic. That's really not why I like this game. I like its goal and the idea of the game much more than the actual gameplay itself. So Never Alone, as far as I know, is the very first game that was ever expressly developed in partnership with an Alaskan native peoples. Okay, yes, I remember yeah, I yeah, remember yeah. that now. Well, I knew that from the art of the game and everything. Yeah, what, so that no, it, had it that was literally feel. a partnership between... So the actual studios are Eli Media and Upper One Games. And they made this game expressly with the Inupiat. And I am pretty sure I am mostly correct Again, about that. Again, that sounds right. I, I wrote it down. Like a little pronunciation so these, these guide. Are, you say Alaskan? Alaskan natives. Natives. So these are, I believe the Inupiat are part of the Inuit, mm -hmm. like a branch of them or something and like that. And they're like, we're game developers. Yeah, they, yeah, they came to them and they were like, <laughs> hey, we're a game studio. We want to make a game about you. Culturally about your relevant. Culture, about your history and your That's folklore. Awesome. And I was like, when I saw the trailers, I was like, <gasps> what? You mean it's a game made about a people with those people so that it's really correct and actually glorifies sure. their history? That's amazing. So they actually do have um, at least 40 um, in Inupiat elders 
what, what's it called? Uh, storytellers and just regular community members that are featured in the game. So to give you a better idea of how this works, the game itself is just a 2D, no, it's not 2D, a 3D side scroller. So it's a puzzle platformer game. First of all, the art style is really beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's somewhat gorgeous. similar to Limbo almost in no, its this, coloration, not necessarily they, in its in its like darkness and and death, but but it does its, look like a, it's like a two D yeah, side scroll that has three dimensions. Exactly. Yeah. And, so yeah. you are Nuna. So that's the girl. You are a young Alaska native girl, Nuna, and she is accompanied by this little Arctic fox, which is like her spiritual guide. So Nuna is just a regular girl. She one day returns to her village after a hunt and finds it decimated. And she's like, oh, crap. I'm Polar all bears. alone. <laughs> I'm not going to make it. Polar bears. It's a real problem That's, in the game. Oh, is that really what yes, it is? No, it's a real oh, problem. Shit, I thought Jared was just being like That's stereotyping. legit. <laughs> It's the no. Arctic. That's one it of the. That's the one of the Yetis. very first. <laughs> that's one of the very first like problem creatures you encounter is a starving polar bear Uh-oh. is chasing you down. Mm. But so you are joined mm. by this it's little horrifying. Arctic fox that is your guide, basically. So Nuna is just a regular girl, but the fox is like your connection to the spirit world. So the fox is kind of how you uh, traverse the world because it's not just environmental. Eventually you'll just run into spirits out and about in the world that are based on folklore from the actual native, from the Inupiat. So it's amazing. And then as you go through the game, as you play through the levels, kind of like achievements. If you do certain puzzles or just kind of get to a certain checkpoint, you'll see these little owls just kind of hanging out in the game. And when you touch them, they fly away. And in the corner, it'll say unlocked and then whatever the title is. And it'll say hit tab if you want to view now. When you hit tab, it pulls up a video that Mm. features the elders and the storytellers and the community members just in video. And they will tell you. Like a live action. Yeah, like a live action. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's just regular video. And they will be telling you um, whatever portion of the of their culture ties into that point in the game. What? So That's actually, awesome. when I you're really being, need to play so this So this one. is a good example when you're being chased by the polar bear. Kind of right before Hit that is actually a video <laughs> that's like, hey, global climate change blows because polar bears are starving to death and they're going to eat Nuna because of that. And it's like, oh, snap, I got to do something. But then there's also like videos that are just about, oh, in our culture, these little critters that you see running about in our, you know, this type of spirit, or these are like imps or something like that. And it's like, this is awesome. So they're really short, but there's a lot of them. So this is kind of the hinge of what I love about Never Alone. It is one of the best examples of fun learning that I've ever run into in a game. Like, it's clearly meant to educate the populace about a culture that I previously knew nothing about. So even the actual storytelling of the game, the whole game is narrated in their native language by one of their elders. And it's like you're hearing it in their subtitles and you're like, this is the this is so cool and like you're just learning as you go and the actual game is really visually stunning the soundtrack i remember was really really cool so i think if the controls had been better so fyi don't play it on mac please don't it's not it's not good the controls are not good but if you can get it on ps4 or wii u or even xbox please do play it i think it's such a good highlight of what indie games do incredibly well which is shine a spotlight on something nobody else will take on. Yeah. How, ma- good... how many of the big box games do you know that would do 
That's a, a good like point. That. And it I almost point. feel like I want to divert to that. Yeah. I was thinking indie games as a whole. I feel that that's the one thing they have leaps and bounds ahead of the industry. Well, it's the same thing as like independent movies. Right. Well, like they will take the chances that a studio will exactly. not. They will. And what indie games, and <laughs> so I have played little indie games compared to. You're so Jared mainstream. I, I, I'm like, even you in triple the, A well, gamer. Even in, even, a gamer. even in the indie world, I play the mainstream indie games <laughs> like Minecraft <laughs> and Limbo. Oh, you know, the no. ones that actually get a lot of attention. I know, I'm the worst. But, no, but, no, no, it's fine. To each his own. But I will say, I wish I, wish I played more. I really do, and watching that documentary, indie game. Oh, indie game, the movie. The movie. Oh, that's a great. Opened my eyes to what these people put in. The amount of blood, sweat, and tears that go into these games blew my mind, and it made me gave me a, like a whole new re- level of respect for it. But what you guys are talking about is actually very fascinating to me because I think, like, the philosophy behind the indie games is true. That a they do shine a light, and they're just a perspective from either a very small group or one person sometimes that those big budget games do not have. It, not in the same way. Yeah. Big budget games are trying to appeal to a lot where these indie games are almost showing you, they're not, they're showing you something you have no idea what it is or where it came from. And I think part of that might actually come from who develops them. Like with a big box game, there could be hundreds oh, of yeah. people all working on that. So there are these different levels of hierarchy that we don't see, but there's one guy in art direction right. going, oh, this is our idea. And then there's another guy in mechanics going, hey, that's not going to work because XXX. Right. And, and both have, have their to, strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, so they both. have to go back and forth to develop these games. But with an indie game, it can literally sometimes be one person yeah, totally. that goes, Isn't that who, I, the guy who made uh, The guy who made Undertale. Undertale, yeah. yeah, yeah that was person. one guy. And actually, more recently, it's not actually one that I can talk much about, but there's a no, new one called Stardew Valley. That oh, is that, like, one's been, that one's been name. blowing yeah, up. That ga- that's one person. One person that's makes ridiculous. Stardew Valley. And it's like, in that case, you know it is one person's vision come to life. Right, and that's that's when you're it's getting... It's the whole package. Yeah, you're getting closer and closer to what I think outside critics would constitute as a piece of art. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's in, you know, not that other forms of art, especially film, doesn't take a lot of people to make and it's still considered something that's artistic, but... It, now that you're getting down to one person's visualization coming into fruition, that's a, that's a big deal. That's and for it to be like decent, I guess. Yeah. I guess people used to do that, but maybe I don't know why now the technology is in a place where. Well, I feel like before indie games used to be the thing. Like you would go to those websites that were like flash based arcade websites, and those were the indie games totally. you would play. That one dude sat and made and just made a flash game that's up on right. the thing. Not bashing that. I'm just no. saying that's so what that's what I feel like when I was when I was growing up. And everything. That's the kind of now. indie game that I would be introduced to. Would be something like that. Whereas now, no, I think it's the technology is cheaper. It's more freely available. Like all the time now, they put uh, what is the one the Unity engine? Is that the one that oh, like Unreal is made on? Yes, and I think maybe, it's Unity. <sighs> I'm pretty sure you're right. I think I am too. And so I just think that they, you know, they they the technology is way easier for these people to get for these developers to get their hands on and. And then, yes, I think now it's easier to learn how to code and do these mm-hmm. things from your own house. You don't have to necessarily go and do all and go to a, a, a college or university or, or something yeah, like that. You can just do Code Academy or There's whatever, so much you know, free information that right. you can just learn it on your own. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's true. And these indie games, and I know we've talked about this briefly in another episode, but... Ooh, I Can you... Uh, oh, yeah. 
our camera went dead. We'll come, we're coming back, video people. I like that that's Zach's job. Well, it's, well, you know, <laughs> it could be your job. I don't know what do to do Do you want it there. to be your no. job? Do you want to switch off? No, I don't know what to do up there. All right, you just hit a button that says start, stop, and that's literally I think I would find a way hey, to F it up. The um, Turn off the whole camera. Turn no! off the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tips over. Um, Save over our file. We were talking about, I know, one episode, art, I mean, probably Art Direction, and I think I yeah. mentioned Limbo in that. Yeah, you oh, did. Yeah, yeah. I believe that was the one. You're Discussion. Yeah, that's when I talked about it. And I was like, I, I like seeing the indie games sort of, because uh, their budget's pr- always a lot smaller, they're forced to be a lot more creative. And you get to see these games that are not based on realism or realistic graphics, but more like impressionistic of the creators. You get yeah. to see these games that mimic paintings or these games that have... I'm thinking of the Swan game where you actually use a paintbrush. Unfinished Swan. Yeah. yeah. Unfinished the, swan. Swan, the Swan game. Wait, the, the finished snow goose. Level. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the gaggle of geese game. Uh, but yeah, there's. I, I like that these people, these game developers, are getting put in a box and in some way, or they put themselves there, and they're able to get really creative with it because yeah. they don't have all the resources that these big developers have, and they're seeing it as like a blessing, which I think it is. Yeah. I mean, it's it, you're definitely able to fully, and it's, again, same thing with with as with independent film, you're able to express your own vision and to see your own crea- your creation to fruition when mm-hmm. you don't have other influences of, no, we need to appease this market, sure. we yeah. need to appease sure, that sure. market. When you're making a game for you, you do whatever you want. Right. And it's and it's ridiculous. It's crazy, too, sometimes how heartfelt these can be. Like, the one that comes to mind, especially, like... I want to play it, but I also know that playing it because I want to I want to see it and I want to experience it, but I also know it's probably gonna be very sad. Is I wanna try I wanna play this one game called That Dragon Cancer. Oh. I thought we were gonna say the same game and I wasn't even close. I thought we were gonna say Undertale, but we just talked about that. We've talked about Undertale. This before. dragon has cancer? That dra- no, that dragon cancer. Uh, it was made by a uh, by a couple. Who their son was suffering from terminal childhood oh cancer, my God. and so it's this game that they made about dealing with that. Wow, that's I know. Heavy well, yeah, stuff. how do you translate that into a game? I, exactly, and so Whoa. that's where my that's where my curiosity comes from. But also knowing that that's the theme, like I'm like that. That's that's sure. That's that. But it got a ton of attention. Really, I I've bet. never I heard bet. of it. Before. Well, because you know it was most, mostly like a crowdfunded thing. People then obviously started donating and things. Yeah. Um. To the to the family. <laughs> Mogan, sorry. <that> was <laughs> poor, <laughs> poor time to laugh, but sorry. Mogan had her Pokemon Go pulled up. Yeah, I thought I had closed it. Well, no, no. But no, uh, that. but well, that sounds super fascinating. And that's again, that's even more of like a a here is. The way I feel, it's like a poem. Yeah, you know, but put it's very interesting. Movie. And I'll show you guys this, but the, uh, and then I'll put it on the video too. But like, look at the art style. Oh, interesting. Huh. Can you, look, it's very polygonal, it like very shaped, but also three D and everything. Here, let me just play this. Bathtubs. 
and the warm wet tongues and the cool fur of Das. And maybe the sweet was of daily affection. Um, do you know how they celebrate off treatment day, like when kids are done with their treatments? I, I guess maybe you don't because you're not in the clinic as much as I am, but on someone's last day, they always bring them a cake and they sing happy off therapy day to you. I'm sorry, guys. It's not good. Basically, he thinks we should move forward with the radiation and it, it kind of freaks me out, but could be another miracle. There's a story in the Bible where Jesus and his disciples are on a boat. And a furious storm hits the sea and everyone thinks they're gonna die. And where do you think Jesus is? He's asleep in the back of the boat. Saddest game yeah. on well, planet it looks Earth. Really, well, really touching and I, sad. I was about to cry. Yeah, that's heavy stuff, oh. man. What a tone. Yeah, that you've put in this room. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just saying. <laughs> like we were talking about it, and it's, it's just like it, it's like that would never get yeah. made. No, no, no. If it was a AAA and up to a AAA studio, they would yeah. be like, no, that's a downer. But like an independent game, a game was was used as a healing tool for this for this couple. Yeah, we're going through this obviously traumatic thing. Mm-hmm. And so, like, and, and it's crazy. It's crazy that 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 you know the technologies there, they're able to do that and create a incredibly touching game just from fuck the tra- the trailer. Well, know? that's the first time, and I'm probably wrong, but that's the first time that I've that I know of that I've seen a game that is that reflective of a personal experience. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, I maybe there's been other ones, but I haven't seen or one. like a, a, a you know it could maybe have been a personal experience that they've allegorized. Yeah, you know, and mm-hmm. like made it like made it something else, or like a, a different interpretation. But that's just point. Yeah, that's like straight up money. Yeah, you know? and like, even though they made it for themselves, I think. There are so many people that are going through that exact same situation. So it's going to touch a lot of lives. Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. Well, it's a very different perspective on like what games are. Yeah. That just, that alone, I feel like changes the conversation. Yeah. I've never seen anything like that. So, I mean, like I said, it seems like obviously it's going to be a a tough game to get through, but I would love to play it one day. Yeah. A, to, you know, support their, their effort and then. is and it available? Then, it means it's available, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah it's out. Play. It's out now. It's it's been out. I think it, it said on here January is when it came out. Oh, so. okay, but this year. Yeah, this gotcha, year. Gotcha. So it's a it's a fairly new game. We should have ended on that so that I can go cry about it. Yeah, <laughs> get in our cars and weep. <laughs> I'm not sure I can get my energy back up after that. <laughs> it's gonna be yeah, hard to tough. play Pokemon Go now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. All right, but no, but so 
Yeah. So, okay. So I know you haven't played as many. So like, what is one since we've shared each a game yeah, yeah, yeah. and since we can't, we, you know, we've kind of like <laughs> taken it now to like a different, a different direction yes, slightly. Yes. Like what is one that stands well, out? Uh, one that, that stands out and I've talked about before is Limbo. Yeah. Limbo is, was, had a big impression on me. Is that on your list there, Mogi? It sort of is, I think. Oh, yeah. no, it's not. Just kidding. No. Not bad. <laughs> well, you guys have played Limbo. Sorry. I've, I've played through some of it. I'm not very far in. I just started it recently. What? I thought you guys played it. I have played probably the beginning of it. Just the beginning? Yeah, but and I don't think I made it very far. Probably about that, but I, okay. but I started it like two weeks ago. Well, Limbo was and is a super popular indie game, and... It was, you know, I played indie games, like I said, like, I don't know, dude, I'm going to sound like such an idiot. So, like, I don't know, Geometry Wars, is that an indie game? Oh, no. Uh, For the Xbox 360? Oh, no, I'm thinking of a different Geometry game. <laughs> I think I'm thinking of, of Geometry, geometry, geometry Rush. Yeah. <laughs> Are you familiar with that? Um, I, so, Limbo coming out, I was only getting it because I was really into the artistic style. And yeah. obviously, that is sort of what it's become really famous for is really was one of the first games that I've seen that I think made this sort of 2D scroller cool again. Yep. Probably wrong about that. I'm sure other games did that as well. Oh, but I that, would think so. But that was a big one yeah. for, for, for mainstream audiences to see like, oh, this is like black and white. This is, it's it's creepy. It's got... Because so there's no music. Unless uh, the, the, there's music added in later. But there's, what I've played, I think there's it, like... I think it's sporadic, but it might not be. Yeah, yeah it's I not I think it's constant. mostly natural sounds. Yeah. yeah. And... um like the vicious, gory sounds of like your yeah. the, the boy being impaled on something. Yes, it, it's got like <laughs> really disturbing imagery. Yeah, and seriously, the amount of atmosphere that they're able to draw out of that game just from a two D side scroll is really impressive. And it's 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 you know I'm not alone in thinking that obviously. And it was also another indicator or like a great example of sort of. I guess you could almost relate it to a game like Journey of there's no story, or at least there's no story that you know of. For yeah, the first because it just starts half of the game. Yeah. yeah, you're just in it. You like yeah. wake up and you just start going, and that ambiguity is really powerful. And I know I've played Journey, but I know that's something that people can like latch onto and their imaginations yeah. come into play. Which these big budget games are like tell you more. Then really it's in the tutorial. Right. Yeah. It's like, here's what's happening. You do. Pick up a book or a, pe- or a right. piece of paper or a tablet that's on a desk in front of you and it's going to give you back. Right. Or they address you as, hey, you are X. Right. This is who you this are. Is this your is your job. job. Exactly. Whereas in games like Journey and in Limbo, it's like, who am I? Yes. It's And, and Journey's going to be be able to attest to this more. It's it's more like music. It's more like something you experience. It's an atmosphere. It's, a, it's, a, it's a, just a visual song in yeah. a lot of ways. And... If Journey is more, I don't know, is Journey, would you consider Journey um, happy? Like a like a happy, like lighthearted sort of story? No, lighthearted is not the right word for dark, it. dark, yes, for the most much. part. Journey is not dark, but it has almost like a bittersweet feeling to yeah. it. It seems just that Journey, from what I've seen, seems there's uplifting moments. Limbo yes. is more of like you are dying a lot and you you're there's dying. a lot of yeah. death around you which is great i mean there's like dead bodies of kids and you're like using them to get over places you have to like drag dead bodies around oh my yeah. god yeah. it's a weird it's like it's weird it's how, really how weird. dark and gruesome it, it is. is and the the, the spider man that the, the, i'll always remember i hate spiders anyway the so first that was time terrifying. you interact with it and that is that not the last time it comes back and there's so many great Ooh. moments you have to figure out and the transition from like i said it, it was from forest to machine world to like a city yeah and the ending which is an ending that i can still like vividly remember 
and I don't like have a clear answer, though I know internet community has come up with probably a pretty solid like you know well, this, well, this means you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> I like to have my own interpretation but it has a really it has one of those endings that make you rethink the whole game yeah and, it's, and that and, um, I'm it, excited to get to it, it, it well it essentially has every good characteristic that a good indie game should have yeah I think you, the ambiguity is important the artistic style is uber important if it's going to be an indie game I think yeah and atmosphere feeling. That's what these games do, and Limbo did that, left such an impression on me that it totally changed my perspective of what indie games could be and like what they're becoming. Yeah, you know, I think, and I've said this before. We're, I think, even though I'm not a big indie gamer, I know we're in like the golden age of, or not. I don't know. No, I would. I would say we are. Well, we're we're certainly at the beginning of it. You know, maybe it's going to get better. Yeah, but we're certainly like this is a great time. I think for indie developers, despite that documentary showing how hellish it is. (laughs) Well, how old is that documentary? It's 2012. Yeah, it's pretty. It's it's yeah. We'll see. Things have improved. Probably we hope. Well, maybe they have, but but I mean, well, that that documentary is what got me wanting to play Super Meat Boy. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the developers that are on there, yeah, Pez uh, or Fez? Fez. I've never played. I that. have that one too. It looks great. I haven't got to it around, and, I, and Braid is the other one in that one Ooh, too. That's such a good segue to one of the games that I wanted to talk about. Okay, from the makers of Braid, The Witness. Oh, have oh. you played this yet? Oh, yeah. So I've played. I've just got it. I've okay. played a little bit of it. It's one of those games that we desperately wanted to get for my mother. Okay. Because our mom is huge into puzzle games. Mm. So we were like, she's always going on and on about how Myst was the greatest puzzle game right. ever. And of course, all of her children think of Myst as the bane of existence. Yeah, you hate we're like, Myst. that's a I'm, horrible game. <laughs> awful. Why would you do this to us? Why would you bring this awful feeling into our household? But from the makers of Braid, as of this year, it was just like February, right? Yeah. It was really recently. It's fairly recent. Was The Witness. And The Witness is made by the same people who made Braid. What's his name? Jonathan, Jonathan Winters? Winter? No, it's Jonathan. Is that a music composer? No, that's Austin Wintery. Oh. There is a Winter. Johnny Winter. Blow. Jonathan Blow. Oh, God. I knew it was. Wow. Who's Jonathan Winter? Look at the then. cover art for this. Yeah, beautiful. Isn't it beautiful. Yeah. So, The Witness, in terms of artistry, Whoa. is one of the most. I, like, it blows my mind. Wow. It's like a cross between a watercolor and hard geometry. And it's just like, they, it just blows me away. Super gorgeous. It's so stunning. Whoa. It's super saturated. So what you're seeing right now is the island. Yeah. So Jonathan Blow has literally stated that this game was inspired by Mist. So the witness very much is like the uh, child sort of spiritual of successor. Yes, yeah, spiritual successor. That's the word I was. It looks looking more for. inviting than mist. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. way more colorful. So it's much more colorful. It's much fog. more fun. Yeah. Less fog, but in the same style of mist, you are Pretty. just sort of you just you're you're there. You just you start the game and you are on this mysterious uninhabited island. You have no name, you have no face, you just are this faceless character, and you are traversing the island through, I think, 10 or 11 unique areas. So there are like unique areas of the game, and I think that the transitions between areas are actually really interesting because they're so abrupt. Like, you go from beautiful meadows to snow like that. You walk right into it, but you can see it coming. Yeah. Like being able to see, it's not like a load screen. You just walk over to it and it's just like, oh, okay, I'm in this other area now. I guess that's all right. So mm-hmm. you're traversing through these different areas. I think the goal is to actually get inside the mountain. But you're doing this by uh, these puzzles. So it's entirely a puzzle, a puzzle game. And the actual style of puzzle, I'm a little... Line puzzles are not my strength. 
So although the game has been praised for being difficult but accessible, missed, difficult, not accessible at all, right. horrible. So The Witness is definitely difficult but still more accessible, but line puzzles aren't really my best thing. But you are basically interacting with these panels that are just kind of on walls throughout different areas. And the panels are like these little mazed line puzzles. And they are meant to show you, I think, how to get through each region to the next one. But it's not like explained. It's a nonverbal game. Nobody's talking to you. There's not really a tutorial. You just kind of have to figure out all, figure it out on your own. Yeah. And you're doing this largely through visual cues and observation in the world at large, which I love. I love it when they give the player the responsibility and the burden of figure it out for yourself, stupid. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah, the yeah, one yeah. who picked up the game. Figure it out. And it makes that moment of figuring rewarding. it out so much more rewarding yeah. when you're able to complete a puzzle successfully you're just like i'm the smartest person the only on one. planet earth i'm it i'm the last <laughs> i'm the last hope for mankind yeah, yeah. Much. and then i call me. my mom up and she's like oh yeah i finished that one in five minutes and i'm like it took me five hours mom. can you just walk around the island i don't That's think I so like do. <laughs> i don't i think you have to actually there are over 650 puzzles. Jeez. Wow. Not all of them are mandatory. Some are optional. Oh, my God. And I think that once you actually, I read this, so I can't actually verify it, but I think that once you actually get into the mountain, it's kind of like challenge mode. Mm. So I'm like, oh, I guess that's where I'll stop. Yeah. I'll, I'll get, <laughs> what even try? I'll, I'll, get, I'll get into I'm, the mountain and just be promptly done. But the witness just for being so, I mean, really, it. I know, it comes it got down a lot to the visuals scores. for me. For, the, for just the sheer, it's like a treat for the eyes. Yeah. yeah. Being That's able to very walk around island. this island in just this stunning scenery. I would play a whole game with no puzzles just like that. Just here you go. Yeah. Walk around on this island. That's well, you know what that is? You best. know what game that is? No Man's Sky. Oh, I was going to say Pokemon oh. Go. Is No Man's Sky an indie game? Uh, I believe Hello Games is technically an indie what, game what, what is an indie game <laughs> That's a t- we're gonna need a lot more I mean, time an indie game, to i think that. the shortest version is they're not the studio is What's not funded budget? or in partnership with a specific major developer yeah like because you know sony has so many different uh you know offshoot studios santa monica bend those two <laughs> off the top of my head. That's, those but, are two more than I knew. But, you know, so it has all these different offshoots. And I think as long as it's not one of those that's directly funded or a part partnered with a studio, uh-huh. a, a, a major developer like that, it's considered indie. Okay. You know, originally I think The Witness was meant to be on PS3. Wait, what did you, what did you plan it on? But it was PS4. PS4. Yeah. But and it's it was... only for PlayStation? No. That. Okay. I forgot to look it up. Yeah. You'll just have to. Fi- you, you, everybody's got Google. Figure yeah, it out yourself. Figure it out. <laughs> figure it out. This is the first puzzle. If you can't do this on your own, you're not ready. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, because we bought it on the PlayStation Store. Because okay. we were like, how can? Because our. I remember my mom asking, "Oh, do I go to the store and buy that?" And we were like, "No, mom. You don't go." To the, the virtual store. Mother. Come on, mom. So, uh, yeah. So you can buy it on the PlayStation Network. I'm actually not sure. If it's for Microsoft, I know that it's on Steam, so you can at least get it for PC. Okay. And I'm not sure if you can get it for Mac. But Let's find maybe. out. I'll find out. I'll find so out. So for the first time ever, I actually reached my data max on my phone. So you can't. Do so that. I can't. I can't. Can't do it. I'm. A I think it's only for PC and PlayStation. Okay, that makes sense. Microsoft Windows, PlayStation 4, iOS, iOS. Oh. You like you play on your phone? Yeah. Oh, there you uh-huh. go. You both have iOS. Make I do it work. Have iOS. Figure it out. <laughs> Figure it out. Dummy. 
You, that's right. That's how I feel playing it. I'm yeah. like, I'm so stupid. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Until I figure it out, and then I'm like, God, I'm smart. <laughs> it is. It's so good. It's I went error. to college. <laughs> so I looked it up. Jonathan Winters is a comedian. He passed away. I don't know why. I mean, he was he was an old. He died late eighty seven. Lived you a long, successful, him, successful life. But I don't know up. why I thought that's. I, I haven't even seen anything of his. I don't think so. I don't know why I got that confused with him. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but so I did find this uh, Wikipedia article. So take it with a grain of salt. But that says the term indie development has been broadly applied to small development teams realizing the small and non traditional non AAA game titles on small budgets without financial help from a large publisher. Okay. Uh, some notable instances of games that are generally considered indie but challenge that definition include Journey. Ah, number um, one. But had it was created by that game company, but had financial backing of Sony as well as publishing support. Bastion by Supergiant mm. Games, another yeah, developer nice. in games that I talked about that last. Triple A yeah. indie game players. Yeah, kind of <laughs> was published by Warner Brothers primarily to avoid difficulties with the certification process on Xbox Live. Warner Brothers. Uh, the That's, Witness. That cat's got their hands in everything. The Witness, uh, though self-funded and published, the game's development cost around six million and was priced at forty dollars. Oh. In contrast to most uh-huh. indie games, typically priced up to twenty dollars. But it's worth it. Globally, it's worth it globally, this type of game represented something between indie and AAA publishing. But still, yeah. he's self-funded, self-published. Yeah. That's that's pretty cool. And then No Man's Sky it does. It does. is being developed by Hello Games, though the publishing, though with publishing, but non-financial support from Sony. All right, there cool. you go. They're indie, so there you go. They went Boom. gold recently. They did. Oh, the yeah, game is. I that means that. it's officially about to come out. Yeah. August as, 9th. I mean, yeah. As long as right. something else doesn't happen, it will be here soon. I don't think I can play it. I don't. I, no I'll, man's, be, I'll be interested to see. Oh, because I don't think it's actually going to be for Xbox. Oh, no. You can't because it's being published by oh, Sony. Oh, no. I can't play it. Sucks for you. And I don't know if it's worth getting a PlayStation for. I don't know. I don't know. Well, no, no problem. Time will tell, won't it? I'll listen to the, the team chat review on my way to work. <laughs> Maybe they'll let me know. There you go. So, um, Mogan, did you have a. I have so many updates that I'll try to breeze through here because I have so much written down. Okay. Pause so. for the theme song. If it's new game debuts or news you can use or new tunes and titles that are adding number twos, it's rumors and gossip and industry info. They make it a new Zelda game. I don't really think so. One more thing before the last word is spoken. Listen up, ears open. It's your moment with Mogan. Okay, keep going. Wow, okay, we're good. Sorry. All right, so the biggest news I have: they announced, they officially announced the new Overwatch hero. Yeah, Anna Amari. It's been confirmed she is Farah's mother. So I had that right starters, from last yeah, week. She's Farah's mother. Catch that at all? Uh, it was in the video. Come it was on, in the was, it the, was it the short film or the, just the? No, it was, it was in, in her, the podcast in the episode meet. too. When Come I on, said buddy. she was going to be the. Come well, on. that was a guess. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty it much. Was it was pretty. It was all but confirmed at the time. So Anna Amari. I have written down, support sniper Anna is the battle-hardened grandma we need but don't deserve. So that's, <laughs> that's how I feel about Anna. It's like, she's so amazing and I'm so happy. <laughs> Name one, either of you. Here's your challenge. Kay. Name one other playable, older, female, badass character from any game. Old. Above 40, at minimum. Preferably above 50. What about Serbia? Siberia? 
Kate Kate Walker is a young woman, but she's been in there, her prime. It, but that game, she is like a very capable years. lawyer <laughs> in her thirties. Okay. Cliffhanger. Each so game, she's in her 30s. each yes. game picks up immediately after the last one. But right. she Seriously. also does not fight. Okay. Kate Walker does not okay, fight. So she's okay. she's okay. a thinker. So Anna. I, that, that's Lara Croft obviously doesn't count yeah. because no. she's I mean, young. there no. are other badass female characters, but how many can you name are, that, that are, are graying? Right. Yeah, that right. Are that's pretty awesome. A defined female There's, character. It's tough that to is think older. of males too, but I can. No, that's not uh, true. Snake. There's a lot of fighters too. Solid Snake. Snake, and there's a lot of fighting characters. That, and in yeah. Overwatch, you obviously have Reinhardt. Reinhardt's yeah. like in his eighties. He's like seventy-six. Oh, yeah. He's old. Soldier seventy-six. Soldier seventy-six. Reaper technically. Reaper is technically as old as them. So it's like Reaper's so old. He's dead. So even though she actually will have a skin of her younger self, which I was like, boo. Let me see some emo she, shots. Yeah, she's amazing. So she what is do you mean going to be. Oh, you can. That's one of the skins you can have. Is yeah, her yeah, young. yeah. One of her unlockable like well, legendary. Everybody skins. has. Well, not everybody, but most of the characters in Overwatch have a younger skin. Yeah, they do. So it's going to be amazing. She is a support sniper, so her role is which fascinating. She's going to be able to shoot her actual um, allies to heal them. And of course, she's actually going to be able to shoot others to do damage. And then her ult looks really cool where she can like shoot an ally as her ult and they basically go like super berserk. Did you see the video? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, was, is that her ult? That's yeah. her ult? That yeah. yeah, that's when her she ult. She gave it's it to like, Reinhardt. What, nano something? Nano blast? Nanotech? Something like that. Something like that. It's... I about lost my mind watching this video. It's and the thing to put so people to sleep. Like yeah, what put, is the sleep one? What is that? Oh, oh, I think, oh no, wait, is that her ult? See, that's what I was thinking. I was like, maybe oh, that's that. her She ult. does have some boost that she can give to players. Yeah, yeah. Which and is like Zenyatta. I mean, she's... Yeah. The, yes. the most similar character she's like is probably Zenyatta. Yeah, she's yeah. like an offensive support. Yeah. So it's like, this is uh, this is the dream, is baby. Sniper, We're I living wonder. the dream. So actually, her backstory... taking him down in a couple shots. Her backstory, though, she's missing her one eye because Widowmaker shot her in the oh, face wow. and everyone thought she was dead and she was like oh i'll nope. just pretend i'm dead for a long long time uh, and then i'll come the back call. later and be like bitch you thought <laughs> <laughs> that's what all of the memes are they're like bitch you thought but in other in other overwatch news uh good news for competitive players i've been waiting for this one hero per team yes. limits nah, that's a great only. idea in competitive that's a, that's only yes, in competitive only they are making a new patch and part of this patch are a bunch of other updates but the main thing for me is competitive mode one hero per team that's I a think good that's idea. amazing. They were like, yeah, we've noticed some people using some not very cool techniques. And I was like, if they mean bitch scumbags, that's about right. I did. Ha- I was playing a match the other day and four people out of the six um, in competitive were Junkrat on attack. Mm. Unacceptable. I was furious. Unacceptable. So furious. Is that good he, or I mean, bad? Even no, for your own defense team, guy. that's going to be yeah. good. Because okay. even for your own team, if you've got two Lucios, it's like, What's he doing? I picked Lucio first. Yeah, so see, I'm more. Really... Con- I'd be more concerned about everyone being like, like my strategy, where everyone we all picked Reinhardt to get the the payload a hundred well, feet. Well, now you're well, going to you gotta, think you of something have a bit, else. Yeah, got to think of some different <laughs> strategies. So some of the other buffs are some of the other updates in the same patch. I think are McCree and Zenyatta are both getting buffed. Yep. So McCree, I think he's just getting a little bit of extra range. I think so. But Zenyatta is getting a big buff. He's getting a huge boost to his shields. He's getting faster projectile range. 
and his ult will last longer. Nice. So so that's the ult that should definitely his last ult longer. does not last no, near long enough. Is, is so he the short. only one that's inv- invincible? No, everyone Anyone around that's in him. It? Yeah, yes. everyone's okay. who, who's like in a very close but, proximity. Okay. So his ult is getting boosted. Bro Mogan is going to be thrilled about that. I love Zenyatta. Kind of so I'm, Zenyatta. I'm pretty, Good I'm pretty happy about great that. And then so many updates for diva like so many dude diva they're changing needs, her diva they needs are. updates basically so needs some updates. of the highlights are for all players not just diva but self heals are now going to count for charging your ult and then for D.Va specifically, they're going to be um, altering her defense matrix mainly. So the defense matrix is going from a 10-second countdown to a one-second cooldown. What? But, Whoa. So let me explain. So it's going to one second, but they're adding in a resource meter. So essentially the meter, kind of like how Farah can, how Farah's boosters work. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she'll and be able to use her defense matrix, I think the maximum time I wrote it down, at full charge, the defense matrix will last for four seconds. When you stop using it, it automatically starts recharging with a hmm. cooldown of one second. Okay, so just like Ferris. Exactly. So you'll be able to use it, have a brief cooldown, hmm. recharge, use it again. So. Okay. And then what else are they doing? Does for she her? get a damage boost? She's not. I, I don't she's think so she's weak. giving. But self destruct is not going to kill her anymore. Yep. Oh, her ult self destruct. They are actually decreasing that's it good. from four second wait time to three seconds. That's they need to do that. So yeah, yeah it's, it's, too much. You it's can too get easy to get away. Yeah, yeah. It's too easy. So I wonder if they'll going, eventually do that with Tracer because Tracer can be killed by her own bomb too. Yeah. So I wonder if they'll do Maybe. that with Tracer. But she but also Tracer's has that callback so fast. thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 So for Diva, it's going down to three seconds. It won't kill her anymore. And then what else did I write down? But Diva, there though, was other I, stuff. most of the time when I played a Diva, like she, like you kill the mech pretty quick, but still sometimes the just Diva by herself she's can be she's dangerous. So small. She's dangerous. She's so little. She can yeah. you around, can't hit her. And her gun is actually pretty powerful. Yeah. That's true. Maybe she yeah. doesn't need to And then attack. I just had very briefly, um, I was cracking up Pokemon Go. They are actually technically having bans on cheaters. So the only Good. way you can cheat is uh, G- GPS spoofing, where you trick your phone into thinking you're somewhere else, which for rural players... I can see why they would. I mean, I have a hard time catching them just in my neighborhood. Yeah, so that sucks for rural or suburban players, but they're basically banning those people with hilarious, very sad punishments where you'll still be able to play, but all of your wild Pokemon are going to run away from you, so none of them are going to be catchable. Uh, (laughs) The gyms won't let you battle them, and Pokestops won't give you any stuff. Damn, Damn. It's only about an hour. It's only about an hour, so they're like, we know you're cheating, you can't play for an hour. It's a warning. It's like a warning. It's like a warning, so it's like, I was cracking up about that that's pretty good and then we just mentioned no man's sky i can't believe it's so soon already i feel like we were just complaining that it was delayed august 9th Mm. and then more recently uh, or more more soon or banner (laughs) banner saga 2 july 26 and all uh this one's going to be for all systems except wii u what a surprise (laughs) 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 and it's a cool strategy rpg with gorgeous 2d styling based on as far as i can tell vikings nice and Austin Winter does the music. Oh, does he really? Yeah. Soundtrack's Winter-y! already out. Soundtrack. You, I listened to it the other day. It was pretty good. Nice. You don't even care. Why are you doing that? <laughs> I'm all for OSTs. You don't know. <laughs> Talking about Marty? All right, I, did buy, I did buy the uh, Metal Gear Solid 5 soundtrack. Oh, I thought you were going to say 5. No, sorry. Buy the game. No, I've got too many the other big games great. i got to knock out. Soundtrack's great. But I'll get to it. I have loved the soundtrack that to Wii U yet? Oh, do we know if no. it's coming I don't think they're going to do that. I don't, I don't think they're going to do that. kill bunnies instead of people. So, getting back to the topic quickly, while we'll wrap it up, because I don't really know what else, where else to go other than just naming more games that we think are are, uh, are a lot of fun. One of the biggest ones that I will say, just very briefly, that like had a huge explosion and got super popular, Rocket League. Ooh, 
yeah. I forget that's yeah, an indie yeah. game. It it's was true. so popular. Became, it was so like big and became Minecraft. You know, yeah, like and like took over. Everyone's like, "Whoa, this is indie!" But yeah. man, there was a definite few weeks that I. That's all I did. I never. I played feel it. like even the idea of Rocket League, when you think about it further, you're like, "Of course, it's an indie game." What mainstream studio would a soccer do that. game used with rocket cars? It's like you're using you're rocket fired. cars to play sports. <laughs> yeah, someone yeah. proposed like that at Microsoft. Crazy idea. <laughs> but it's a fun ass game. So it looks fun. I have a lot of friends that play it. I feel but like I that's cross- kind it's of cross- game. I don't know. Is it cross platform? There's a big thing where they were saying like they want to make it cross platform. It is actually on Steam. Yeah, it's so on Steam. So you can get it on Steam. I think you can play. I think it's cross platform for PC and Xbox, I think not so. Xbox to PlayStation yet. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, but you should check that out sometime. It goes on sale. It's it's a fun. I know it's, it's fun. fun I know it's probably worth it. I just played Payday as Two. Much as you love I think cars. That's an indie game. Yeah, you I like bought cars. that. I do love cars and racing like, games. Yeah, yeah. It's kind yeah. of that. I feel like that's the kind of game someone thought up when them and their friends were playing with Matchbox cars. Yeah, yeah. like in their room and they. Were like this could be an extreme sport. Well, these that game existed. I like seventy five percent sure in another racing game. Which game? It's a pretty big I, like, margin. That's for a big error. statement. It to, is to, a big to statement. But I'm pretty you sure the you there was some arcade game that was with cars, and you could like have a tennis ball and just hit it around. It wasn't a sport like it is in rocket ball. But I'm just oh, okay. saying, I'm pretty sure rocket ball. Yeah, get it I'm, together, I, I, man. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, a, I'm just I have weird memories of like playing something like it. Yeah. If you can find that game, let like, us I know, know Halo. You could do it in Halo. Halo Three, what? I think you could have uh, people in warthogs, and then in Forge mode, you could drop a soccer ball and use. Oh, game. really? Yeah. So maybe they got the idea from that. Well, I, the Rocket League's, I think, is original idea. I'm not saying like yeah, yeah, stole it. I'm yeah. just saying. Like the mechanics of it, and it takes place in like these arenas, right. and you could drive all up on the roof yeah, and all this other totally stuff, launch cool. to the air. What a fun, crazy game! It's a lot of fun game. It's a really, really fun game. But no, so yeah, I think we are definitely starting to see. You know, if we're maybe not to the golden age of indie games yet, yeah, I think we're getting very close. close. And I think that we're going to keep seeing these indie developers as they keep rolling out. Like that's when I was at RTX, that's all what a lot of it was. Yeah. You know, like a great, like a, a fighting game that I play that's similar to Smash Brothers in style. Brawlhalla, you know, is great. Oh, yeah. And that, one's com- that. Yep. that one's coming out soon or is still in beta. You might be able to get a beta on Steam still. Uh, you know, and just they're beginning, they're getting better. They're being able now through various avenues to be able to push themselves more and get their, get their games out there. Mm-hmm. And as sure as, you know, bigger games like No Man's Sky and stuff like that come out, like there's going to be a big influx of people wanting to maybe throw some cash. And I mean, people, are looking, oh, totally. people totally. are looking at indie games and going, this is the kind of yeah. gamer that's looking for a different experience I'm than what they're used to. I'm definitely, I've said this before, but I'm definitely starting to look to those more and try to play more into I should be. Get into that world a little bit more because I love I the triple A's. So time but looking like, for obscure I need, game news. I need to be, I need to, you know, play the full gambit right, of right. all that is available. To I'm going to go on gamer. ahead and say we're in the golden age right now. I'm calling. I We're in it. We're I, living it. I, I wouldn't necessarily argue. Living the There's dream, so many great baby. indie games. Yeah, it's gonna get it's gonna get better and better as the years go on. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been an episode of Team Chat Podcast. Until next time, I'm one of your hosts. Oh yeah, and don't forget, send us those questions and comments. We yes. love them. I want some new ones. Damn it. 
Zach's tired of, the, of our, Zach is tired of our old listener Dern base. Dern. I want some new questions. Well, wants- I just want more questions. They can be from the same listeners. I just want some new questions. We don't even care if they're stupid questions. No, ask us about our lives. Yeah, we should have an episode where we just talk about our, our we just talk about our lives. <laughs> sad, sad episode. Just, just talk about just talk Dude, about ourselves. Depressing. That was a really un- Everyone bummer leaves. episode. Like God, these yeah. guys. Uh, <laughs> Boring. But you can send us those questions and comments to teamchatpodcast at gmail.com and find us on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Subscribe there. We need more subscribers so you can keep watching these cool videos. Hey, someone commented on one of our YouTube videos. Which one? I don't know. Oh, I did see Why that. did the Xbox versus PS4 get so much views? That's up in I think because it's Xbox views. I think it's because it's Xbox. That is like the second. I think it's because it's Xbox versus PS4, and people are like, yeah. "What's this?" I know they <laughs> yeah, must some, be typing it guy, in. Like, uh, that must one guy come did up on, like, did the uh, page. <laughs> he did comment, and he was just like, "You guys are great. How do you not have more subscribers?" And I, I said, was like, "Oh my here. god!" And I was like, "Boost that guy!" Yeah. I was like, Sh- "Please, like we're 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 new. Please, you know, we're still trying to grow. Please share us with your friends. So please share us. We beg, please." Thirty-one. We're thirty-one years old. I know. Oh my God, we're we babies are. in podcast we are. world. We are That's babies true. in podcast there world. There are people the that are like at five hundred, like yeah, but are. you they cannot like deny like our commitment that we have made it this far, and we will continue it's true. week after week. It's so true. come back next week. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, I am one of your hosts, Jared Wilson. Joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. Au revoir. And to my left, Zachary Parks. Peace. We'll see you all next time.